It's now time for Trivia Tracks with yours truly, Price Robertson. Now, here is today's Trivia Track. Perhaps one of the oldest festivities in the state of Arkansas, particularly South Arkansas, is the Oil Town Festival in Smackover, which is held the third week in June. Established more than 40 years ago, it was initially held in downtown Smackover. It now takes place in Tennyson Park that houses an amphitheater. Smackover, which is French for sumac covert or covered in sumac, has been a very oil-friendly town since its incorporation in 1922. At the time the Oil Town Festival was founded, El Dorado, just northwest of Smackover, celebrated the 50th anniversary of the birth of the Busey Number no. 1 well, named for Samuel Thompson Busey, a leading oil promoter in Arkansas, especially during the 1920s. Smackover, in response, put on a 50-year celebration of the birth of their own oil well, the Richardson Number no. 1, named after a black farmer named Charlie Richardson. Among the familiar events of the Oil Town Festival include the drill bit toss, rod wrenching, a 5K oil run, and a rib cook-off. There's even a little yellow ducky race, as it's called, that takes place at No Dame Creek. The festival starts each Wednesday with a gospel night concert named in honor of J.T. Stocks, a popular resident of Smackover. Here's the tale of a big, brazen theft of huge amounts of very specific foods. Nutella. A mixture of ground hazelnuts, chocolate, and a lot of sugar is peanut butter's sassy European cousin. People on both sides of the Atlantic are wild about it, particularly in Western Europe, and they'll apparently do anything to get more of it. In August of 2017, someone in the German city of Neustadt made off with 20 tons of chocolate products made by the Ferrero Company, most of it Nutella and worth more than $80,000. They didn't just steal the Nutella and other chocolate goodies. They stole the refrigerated semi-truck trailer that was full of the products. Police were initially baffled, as someone would have needed to hook up their own big rig truck in order to effectively tow away such a heavy payload. Elsewhere in Germany, on the same weekend that the Nutella truck disappeared, a trailer full of 30 tons of fruit juice was stolen. This famous wrestling star was one of many in the business who grew up in a family of wrestlers. Barry Orton, also known as Barry O, was the son of legendary wrestler Bob Orton, brother of Bob Jr., or Cowboy Bob Orton, and uncle of Randy. Randall Barry Orton was born May 28, 1958, in Amarillo, Texas. Originally, he didn't want to be a wrestler. He aspired to be a musician and even signed a recording contract. But he knew that wrestling ran in the family. Debuting professionally in 1976, he competed in promotions such as the WWF, where he was Barry O, ICW, NWA, and Stampede Wrestling, and was mainly used as an enhancement talent. In 1984, he wrestled for around three months under a mask as the assassin number three, with Jody Hamilton. Orton was replacement for Hercules Hernandez, who had recently been unmasked by Jimmy Valiant. In 1991, Barry Orton quit his wrestling career and subsequently found some minor movie roles. In 1992, he, along with Vince McMahon, Bruno Sammartino, and superstar Billy Graham, among others, voiced their concern about sexual harassment in the wrestling industry. Because of his vocal opinions against the WWF and the sexual harassment that was involved, Orton was blacklisted. Some were instructed not to talk to him, while many others were just afraid to. Orton even started going by a different name, Barry Moore Barlow. He eventually came forward to discuss an incident in 1970. 
1948, where Terry Garvin, who was openly gay, allegedly tried to sexually harass him, and Orton refused his advances. Barry Orton came out of retirement in 2011 for one night for Pro Wrestling Guerrilla, participating in a battle royal, which was won by Roddy Piper. He passed away last March in Kansas City, Missouri, at the age of 62. In 1960, NBC launched two summer replacements for Perry Como's Craft Music Hall, Happy, a sitcom about a talking infant, and filling the second half hour, a western, Tate. Future Marlboro man David McLean starred in the title role. Tate lost the use of his left arm during the Civil War because he was injured at the Battle of Vicksburg in Mississippi. Tate's arm is covered in black leather and a glove and supported by a sling. A widower, Tate roams the Old West as a bounty hunter gunfighter. True to the nature of most hired guns on other television westerns, Tate was discriminating as to whom he worked for and would change sides if he found himself misled by his employers. As a gunman, he is wickedly fast on the draw. He also carries a shotgun. In his words... To help even the odds. His reputation precedes him, and other men often seek him out in a gunfight, often to their regret. The fact that Tate is physically disabled made him the first handicapped lead character in TV history, paving the way for shows like Ironside and Longstreet. The show was created by Harry Julian Fink, who went on to create Dirty Harry for the movies. Unfortunately, Tate did not develop the popularity in its short run, consisting of 13 episodes, to be extended thereafter as a regular series. Meanwhile, Happy was renewed for another abbreviated season in the winter and spring of 1961. The legendary 60 Minutes correspondent Morley Safer was unflinching and tough, though not as tough as his longtime 60 Minutes colleague Mike Wallace, but was undoubtedly urbane, curious, and Woody. Born in 1931 in Toronto, Safer dropped out of college to pursue a career as a news reporter. He joined CBS TV after a stint with the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation. Then Safer went abroad, including Vietnam. In 1975, Safer joined the team of 60 Minutes and would become a fixture of the popular TV news magazine. One notable report by Safer for 60 Minutes was a piece on Linnell Geeter, who was falsely convicted for armed robbery in 1982. After Safer profiled Geeter on TV, Geeter was released from prison in 1984. Days before his death in 2016, at the age of 84, Safer called it quits at 60 Minutes and hung on long enough to watch a tribute to his career one Sunday night with his family. For more amazing trivia, check out the Trivia Tracks podcast at thewatchatawpodcast.com. Till next time, I'm Price Robertson. Amazed by today's trivia? Then join me every Monday through Friday morning for Trivia Tracks on Fox Sports Camden 97.1.